can't even think of one last straw. Because the whole week has been one last straw. I am so full of rage. My rage knows no bounds. I am like the golden god himself. I just want to come down on the world like the hammer of Thor. I want the thunder of my vengeance to echo through the corridors like the gust of a thousand winds. That's how I'm feeling. I'm feeling. And I am only partially ashamed to say that out of all of the Always Sunny cast, which is all, they're all terrible people. I am definitely a Dennis Reynolds, okay? His screeching, his, he is the perfect embodiment of rage. Feminine rage, even. And I can relate. I get him. I see him. I feel seen by him. And my rage knows no bounds. So, yeah. And do you know how else I feel? Like a feminine rage edit on TikTok. Like, uh, actually, if there's an emotion, it's just last straw. That's my emotion, is my last straw. So this podcast has already reached like its its peak in episode five because I have fully embodied the feeling of having a last straw because it's all, it's all just one last straw. Every single one of my many straws lately have been my job. My job sucks. My job pisses me off. And it's not like, you know, work is work. I get that. I'm real about that. My job sucks. My job sucks. And everybody knows it, which is the bad part. Like, everybody feels bad for me because my job sucks. It's like an infrastructure issue. And I am doing the job of eight people at another location. But it's just me. I'm doing eight jobs. Or at least eight people's job that's insane and i'm pretty damn good at it because i'm good at everything and i will say that and everybody knows that too but i'm dying i am dying i have no joy every single day i have to like find a reason not to walk out and not come back because it just feels like a waste of time it just feels like a waste of time and i've told you before I, I mean, we already pretty much burned my master's degree, but I do have one. I, in theory, I have one. It is now in ashes. But it's, I mean, this job, I get paid $25 an hour to do like a management level job, but I don't get management pay. And it was supposed to be a foot in the door, but it also wasn't supposed to be the scope that it has become. And I actually, for, for once, I will tell you that's not my fault. I am very good at setting boundaries at work because I do not want to be over encumbered. But there's a cute little bullet point that some people put on job descriptions at the very end that says, and all other duties as they arise. So guess whose job gets all, it's like the catch-all. It trickles down all the way up from the highest tier. And uh, this is why Reaganomics doesn't work because trickle down is bullshit and just, it, it's bullshit. 
that's actually not that's not the same thing at all but um i also i find a reason to make the comment that if i could bring one person back from the dead just so i could beat their ass it'd be ronald reagan so um that was just a a shameless plug for for that fun fact about me anyway this job is killing me so that's that's the recap and what happened this week that i'm about to get into is made so much worse by the fact that I don't even like this fucking job. Okay, I don't want this job. If I had a job in this area that I wanted, I would leave this job without a two weeks notice. I would just walk out. And I don't think anybody would really uh, look at look down on me for it. I think they'd be like, go off queen, good luck. So I wanna preface that all of this that you're about to hear is like is made 10 times worse by the fact that I don't even want this job and I have to fight for it. So, and one more thing to help you understand why my response was the way it was and my feelings are the way they are is part of how I get through this, the turmoil of this position is that I picture a sweet little girl straight out of college wanting this job. And my goal is to make this job better for her. So when I leave this bright-eyed little wonder of a child will have their dream job and it will be perfect for them and they're not going to be exploited and it's going to be good. So that's also part of my motivation. I just have created this character that I am saving in the future. Here we go. Let's get into this uh, because I've ranted already. This whole this whole episode's a rant. So just buckle buckle up and uh prepare yourself. And I hope that I do this story justice because um, I'm pissed. So here we go. And here's the problem, okay? We live in a world where people have really good intentions and I get it, but they're also kind of a little dumb. And that's not their fault. We're all a little dumb. I'm a little idiot boy. Like, I just, I make some dumb choices. Like, I feel bad because the choices that were made this week had to do with my job and the people who were involved thought they were doing a good thing. They were just very wrong. There was this weird proposal where I would basically, there would be a new job that I would still have to apply for. That would be half of the job I'm currently doing. They would take away some of the parts of my job and put it in this new job where that person would be paid more than I am paid now. And their vision for this is that I would get that job. But the funny thing is, is they never asked if I would even want it. So, joke's on them. And yes, I am still mad. I still have a lot of rage. But... I think that this is a really interesting point in my life where I have realized through this that I do value myself and that I am really good at advocating for myself. I might be deluded. I might think I'm better than I actually am. But there's something so cool about this level of growth that I feel like I've experienced where in the past I've started with just feeling really insignificant and I've let people walk all over me and I've felt zero confidence in my life. And this week, while 
this event was going on that I very, very much only skimmed the surface of for you, I realized that I cared more about me than I cared about the job. And I'm not going to be unemployed or anything. So that's also nice. Like I don't, I'm not worried about not being able to pay bills or anything, but obviously it's a sensitive topic and I was emotionally charged about it because it is my livelihood. But the way that I responded was more for me than it was for the intangible, which is the job. And I think that that is something that I've been able to reflect on and realize feels so powerful. It feels like I've finally reached this point in my life that I've tried to achieve, tried to achieve my whole life, which is this sense of pride and this feeling of knowing my worth. And one thing that I said this week um, in a fit of rage, again, I, I just am really good at being, I think I surprise people because <laughs> I think people expect me to respond one way and I just don't. And I have this problem where I feel like I can be very diplomatic, but I also can be very upfront and very straightforward. If something rubs me the wrong way, if something upsets me, I'm just going to say it because I don't like playing this bullshit game of, you know, being super nice and being polite and trying to make other people comfortable at the expense of my own comfort. And I really think that's growth that I've experienced really powerfully in the last year due to a lot of different things. But to be able to advocate for myself the way that I've been makes me feel like a freaking god, a golden god. And it was so hard to get to this point. And I'm not sure really where this comes from, aside from just the way that women are brought up and how we are so expected to... There's there's almost like this humility that is drilled into us. Like we are supposed to be very small and quiet in our power for the sake of somebody else in the room. And I've always had a problem with that. And only when I left the church did I really start thinking that that was a tool to try to hold power over women. And we continue as a society to condition women to be polite and to be palatable and to just be grateful. That's what I was told this week, is that I should be so grateful and thankful that people at my institution want to help me. And I do think that's great. I love that people want to help me. But somebody told me that they didn't understand why I was frustrated about the situation. And I don't even need to go into detail to that because this person had already kind of like, they. I, I already knew that they thought I was overreacting. And it's funny because it comes from somebody who is in in a place in their career where they are untouchable. And because of the hierarchy of the space that we occupy, this person just doesn't have to worry about things like this. And I just thought it was very funny how they were saying I would, they, they were basically implying that I was being negative about the situation and I wasn't seeing the big picture. So I stood up for myself 
And I think I might, like, maybe I scared people. I don't know. I wasn't that intense. I just was, I was really frustrated by the comment that I needed to, or, or that I should be grateful, one. And two, that they, this person didn't understand why I was upset because it would be a potential to get more pay, but I would have to apply for a job that I already have. And I get that's how things work, but I still will advocate for myself even here. I have a right to my own feelings about the situation. And for somebody to sit there and act like it wasn't a big deal, not only is condescending, especially from somebody who is in a seat that is untouchable compared to the seat that I'm in, but it also just told me that this person was not open to understanding my perspective. And I think that is unfortunate. And part of the thing that made me feel powerful is I just said, if you don't understand why I would be upset, this conversation is over. And it kind of was. And how fucking cool is that? How cool is it that I have gone from this place of being really scared to stand up for myself and trying to have this false sense of humility when I have known my worth all along and I don't need to prove it to anybody. And interactions like this really just perpetuate this issue in our society where women are expected to react to things in a very specific way. And I think it's interesting. I think that if I were a man responding to the situation the way that I responded to it, I think it would be received differently. I think there would be a different, like a more, a deeper level of respect instead of the pushback that I was receiving. And I also don't think it's really that person's fault either. I think that's also a side effect of the expectations that we place on women. We are so deep in the patriarchy that a very logical response is overreacting and people are condescending about it. But the weird thing about this time is it didn't bother me the way that it has in the past. It did bother me, but it wasn't a, it was never a poor me, you know, they're right, I really should feel this way kind of response. It's a, no, I'm, I'm pretty damn awesome. I know my worth. And I'm not going to apologize for it. I'm not going to apologize for being outspoken about how I feel. I'm going to stand up and advocate for myself and continue to let other people know how great I am. And if they can't see that, I don't have to prove it to them. And that is the most empowered, I think, that I've allowed myself to feel. And it's so sad that we continue to perpetuate this problem where women are expected to just take things how they're given to them and not only do that, but respond gracefully. So yeah, I don't feel bad about the way I responded because I know that I was diplomatic and I know that I was able to have a discussion and negotiate without losing my cool. But I also wasn't going to be trampled over by somebody who thinks they know better than I do. I think it is really fantastic to know that I have kind of stepped into my power as a person. And this is something that I've wanted my whole life. 
And okay, let's be honest. I'm pretty sure I have a pretty strong personality. I get it. I, th I think people like me. I also think that sometimes I can be a little too blunt for people's liking and that's okay. I kind of like that about myself, to be honest, and that's also growth because I didn't always like that about myself. I thought it got me into trouble, but I like it. I don't want to play games and like this is me at my fullest potential. And how cool, how cool that I stood up for myself and I found myself worthy of support. And I don't really know what I'm going to do to move forward. I think I'm just gonna coast. I'm gonna do what I usually do, which is just be a little guy. I'm just gonna be a little guy, keep going, moving forward. And I don't know, maybe it's a sign that I need to move on and try new things. And I think that's kind of nice too. Sometimes the world just kind of lets you know when it's time. And although I'm not ready to let go of a lot of the people, maybe it's time for me to let go of this specific role that I'm playing in my life right now and use the power that I feel like I've found and stepped into and owned and translate that into the next place I go. And if if there's anything that I really truly believe, it's that as much as I as much as I may have problems sometimes with the steps that we take to get to places, they are all so important. Every person I meet along the way in my life has had some sort of significance. Even people who I don't like and have had bad interactions with, I have learned something from. Career moves that have been a complete nightmare. I, I did taxes for a year and accounting and bookkeeping. And what the hell was that? Somebody explain to me what the hell that was. You can't because I don't know. I did it. I don't know what I was doing. But did I learn something from it? Absolutely. Did I meet somebody and some people who are friends that I'll probably have connections with my, my whole life? Sure. Was it completely weird and unhinged? Absolutely. And if there's anything that I'm gonna do, it's gonna be try. <laughs> I also just like upfront ask my parents what's wrong with me because sometimes I feel like I have no confidence and I everything I do is wrong. And then there are other times, sometimes in the same day where I'm just like, I can't be touched. I literally am ethereal. I, I, I can do it all. I'm perfect. Nobody's better than me. Tell me why that's a thing that I feel. How does that make sense? Is that a, is that a diagnosis incoming? Because I... I've never met anybody like that. Maybe maybe everybody feels that way and nobody's sharing it, but I feel like it's a little weird that I can go from feeling like the biggest pile of shit to being the hottest bitch in the room in two seconds. That's weird. And that's kind of how I feel coming into my power is remembering that I am I'm pretty damn cool. Am I perfect? No. Should I be? Maybe but I'm not and I don't think I can achieve that. And that's also on therapy, knowing that I can't achieve perfection. But damn, I get really close sometimes. Really, really close, probably closer than anybody else. That's completely false. I, I fuck up a lot. Um, I'm going on a tangent, but essentially what I'm trying to come back to is that advocating for yourself and recognizing your worth and your strength as a person kind of opens up new doors for you. And sure, a door hasn't really opened for me. I guess 
if you ask somebody at my institution, it has, and I should go for it. But uh, I, to be honest, it's there's not there's not one right now. Um, but I am very good at kicking doors open, and now that I have found a newfound strength and confidence, I feel like I can kick that door open a little bit easier. And I just want all of you good people, all you good listeners, to also find that strength. Find the ability to stand up for yourself and know your worth. You don't have to prove shit to anybody. Prove it to yourself by treating yourself with kindness and with respect. Because the truth is you're not gonna get it from everybody. You're not gonna just automatically get respect or kindness from people around you. And so provide it for yourself and see how your life changes. Mine has changed drastically in good ways and in ways that I haven't really grown to understand yet. But damn, it's really cool to be able to look at myself and look at the things that I've done and say, that bitch kind of cool. So what about you? Have you had a work crisis this week? Have you lost an earring? I don't know. What is your last straw this week? I want to know. And also, if you know the secret to stepping into your power, share it with me because I feel like I've got a lot more of a reserve that I need to tap into. And maybe we'll see that happen. Um, Yeah, this is a weird episode. I don't know how I feel about it, to be honest. I really just kind of wanted to rant and vent, but I feel like there are lessons to be learned from everything, as I said. And so if this sounds preachy, too fucking bad. I'm gonna post it anyway because this is for me. Kaylee, remember this is for you. This is not for your invisible audience that you are going to suddenly have that is gonna make you an influencer and make people listen to you and respect you, okay? That's your own bullshit you have to deal with. You're not gonna get it from from people online. You need to just use this as what you intended it to be, which is to learn a new hobby and not do anything for monetary value or the hopes that this is going to be something, okay? Just don't do that, Kaylee. Move on. And see, I just realized that my heater is on and you can probably hear it if you're listening. So this is just another way that I have to relinquish control and realize that this podcast will never be anything other than me. Uh, talking to the void and possibly some of my friends. So anyway, share with me your last straw so that I can feel a little bit better about my life. I want to know what is pissing you off this week? Please, if you subscribe, if you rate, if you comment, please tell me what's pissing you off because am I crazy or am I just constantly pissed off? Like, why do I feel the level of rage I feel? Please tell me that you feel that same level of rage and that you are also set off by everything and everything is your last straw. Because if that's not normal, I need to start up in the therapy. I need to start up in the antidepressants Um, because that's concerning. So please validate me. I need it. I need to know that I'm not the only one. And I also would like you to share this and rate and comment and subscribe. The more you share this and the more downloads and listens that I get, the more likely I am to be able to quit my job because there is money in the podcast world and I'm not there yet, but you could make it happen. And if you do, that, my friend, is a win for hot women everywhere. And don't hot women deserve a win? So think about that as you decide not to share this with your friends. And 
I adore you. I don't know who you are listening right now, but you're beautiful. You're powerful. You are a relatively to moderately attractive person. And I don't know where I'm going with this. And let's be completely honest. If you are listening to this podcast, you're hot. You're not moderately attractive. You're you're sexy. So um, remember that. And also remember that you're double, anywhere from double to quadruple sexy if you share, like, subscribe, and comment. So um, I, I don't make the rules. That is just how the podcasting world goes. This has been my last straw, which I seem to never run out of. And as always, my name is Kaylee. I will see you when I see you. Thank you.